0: Welcome to Wellspring on the Air, where professional Christian counselors share practical life and biblical insights because hearts and minds matter. My name is Mario Diarmis, a therapist at Wellspring and the host of today's shows about holiday letdowns. And here to join me for today's discussion is Alicia Foss and Rebecca Barrios. And we're going to break down this topic shortly, but first I wanted to Welcome, Alicia and Rebecca, to the show.
1: It's so wonderful
0: to have you here today.
2: Yeah,
1: it's good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Why don't you tell the folks listening a little bit about yourselves and uh, what you bring to today's discussion?
1: Well, my name is Alicia Foss, as Mario had said, and I am a registered mental health therapist. And I have been at Wellspring for about one year now. It's been a been wonderful, a wonderful year being here. And I specialize primarily with, in marriage and family therapy. So I d- frequently see these post-holiday blues, and I really look forward um, to discussing this
2: today. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm Rebecca Barrios, And I've actually been at Wallspring for a year now too, but I am not a therapist. Mm-hmm. I work more on the office side of things with Wallspring and with our events and um, with our clients and that sort of thing with scheduling intakes and that sort of stuff. And so um, I'm just really happy to be a part of this conversation and feel like I um, can contribute some of my own stories and things about after holiday letdowns and things like that.
0: It's funny because today, Uh, I was Mm -hmm. outside and in my neighborhood, you could see all the Christmas lights and all the snowmen and the Santas are up and running. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people I feel for this holiday season went above and beyond the Mm -hmm. houses look beautiful. But you get that holiday feeling Mm -hmm. and there's a certain excitement that comes with it. But in many many cases, there's a letdown, a Mm -hmm. disappointment for a variety of reasons. So I think I would start that way uh, as far as asking Alicia, what are after-holiday letdowns?
1: So approximately um, 30% of people experiencing, experience the after-holiday letdown or after-holiday after holiday blues. You can call it either way. And so there is a variety of reasons, like you said, that people experience that. But what are some of the symptoms that you may notice um, if you have some of the after-holiday blues is feelings of sadness, feelings of emptiness, feelings of low feelings, feelings of you know just feeling let down um, and sometimes feelings of depression and those depression uh, can range from you know low-grade depression to more of a high grade depression and so the reason like you said that people sometimes experience this is you know one thing is is that we get so excited for the holidays and there's this anticipation and you know For those of us that are Christians or believers, it's the anticipation of the birth of our Savior. And, you know, as you see, it's all the excitement of the lights and the excitement of the gifts and the excitement of family gatherings. You know, if you haven't seen family, I know this year is going to be much different because we are, you know, experiencing a pandemic. But you know, in other years, it's the excitement of being with family and the excitement of just, you know, seeing the lights and family and being with people. And so a lot of times we'll experience that excitement and then right after the holidays, it's just that letdown.
0: Mm. Yeah. And Rebecca, you actually had some stats that reinforce what Alicia was saying.
2: Yeah, for sure. After holiday, letdowns are more common than I think we realize and like what Alicia was saying, they can range either just from like feelings of sadness to like a full blown depression, but. Um, Yeah, like Psych Central was saying that 30% of Americans suffer from low grade to full blown depression after the holidays. And even the National Alliance of Mental Illness was saying that 64% of people who suffer from a mental illness already report that their holidays and like after holidays really make their conditions worse. Um, And then some other things as far as like with one of the studies that they've done with over like 70 750 people like it was showing that a lot of people experience sadness um, because of like unrealistic expectations or because the holidays have put a financial stress on them or um, remembering holidays being happier moments and so it's just um, like a a letdown when those things um, and expectations aren't met and stuff like that and I think that there's kind of two sides to after holiday letdowns. It's um, it can either be because the holidays, like what Alicia was saying, were so wonderful. Family was awesome. Everybody got what they wanted. The lights were beautiful. It was this huge anticipation of, of Jesus coming and, and his birth and then just a letdown from the hype of it all. But I think the other side of it is when we've expected um, holidays to go a certain way and then just not going the way that we planned, like we've missed traditions or we didn't mm-hmm. get to see family or... Um, there was disruption and that sort of thing. And so it's kind of a two sides of holiday letdowns, you know, them not going the right way or going the right way and being disappointed now that they're over, you know.
1: And I think a lot of people this year are gonna experience kind of the latter one that you said, is that, you know, our normal traditions are gonna probably have to be new traditions this year, just because of the pandemic and because of what we are going through, not just in the, you know, United States, but across the world. It's just that, you know, even feelings of letdown now that, you know, I normally see my grandparents or I normally see my aunt, uncle at Christmas time, you know, that's the one time that you actually see them. And then this year, that's not happening. So those expectations um, have to change this year, you know, which can be really a letdown for, for many people. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. I even think about, like you said earlier, a missing family member that you could be having a good time and, old traditions and then some new traditions installed but then subsequently you realize oh my uncle wasn't here or my sister wasn't here and because of covid that's highly likely mm-hmm. you know that that really hits me as far as how do you grapple with the disappointment or the sadness that comes with that
2: mm-hmm. reality so
0: that segues beautiful and beautifully into the idea of how do you handle that christmas letdown uh how do you handle holiday letdowns when they haven't gone the way that you planned.
1: Yeah. And one, you know, one way that can help with that Mario is having realistic expectations. You know, one study has shown that having realistic expectations help you mentally and it helps you emotionally emotionally. So, for example, we can think of our emotions as a rubber band, right? And so, our rubber, our, our emotions might start off here, but during the holidays, especially during the Christmas holiday, from like Thanksgiving to New Year's, that excitement is there. You know what we have, what we have said before. You know, the lights, maybe seeing family members, that you know, excitement of gifts. You know excitement of family gatherings if you're allowed to have the family gatherings this year and just that excitement and then you know even the excitement of knowing that we're celebrating the birth of our savior and so all those you know excitement and those you know anticipation and that fun and you know and i think even just the christmas holiday brings that natural joy that brings that natural high that a lot of us experience you know for those even of different religions and different beliefs there's many studies that have shown that no matter, you know, kind of what your beliefs are, sometimes just the, the holiday season just brings that natural high. And so our emotions kind of expand. And then right after the holidays, we go back to, you know, that normalcy. And at times, that's when kind of the, the feelings will hit us. The feelings will hit us of, you know, that letdown. And that's when we might start to notice the the sadness, the depression, the low feelings. So having realistic expectations and knowing that 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 may happen to you really will help you. Preparing for that. You know, maybe um, one thing that you can do to help prepare for that is, you know, saving some excitement for after the new year, you know, having something to look forward to. So it's not just that kind of crash of emotions. You know, kind of thinking, well, maybe I can, you know, see some new, some, some family members that I haven't seen, maybe I can wait and see them in January, or maybe I can start up a new hobby. So those are things that you can do to um, help you so your emotions and so you don't have as much of those feelings of sadness. But, but, you know, again, kind of going back to knowing that the holidays do bring that natural high and do bring that natural joy, knowing that will help you to know that when I kind of come down from that, knowing that that is normal and that does happen to kind uh, yes. of people. And even knowing that, I think absolutely. knowing that, well, I'm not going through this alone, that really does help. Absolutely, yeah.
0: absolutely. Acknowledging that it's there in the first place and giving yourself permission to acknowledge it. Absolutely. And then- in a healthy way consistent with your personality relating that
2: mm-hmm. relating
0: that so that it doesn't remain within yourself because oftentimes those things linger and mm-hmm. that's where i feel that it could be probably problematic but Absolutely. then uh, yeah that's it's just good to know that from our human standpoint this is so new and we're coming at it without a previous template so oftentimes what do you do faced with these new circumstances? But fortunately, we have anecdotes for that. And Rebecca, you were actually sharing an anecdote earlier with us.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking back on some of our holidays kind of going awry or different than what we expected them to be. And um, just trying to think through some of the ways that we handled them. I think one of those things, as Alicia was saying, is having the realistic expectations that they might not go as planned. And so... You have to have some flexibility in that and not just yourself but family members as well i think back on like there was one thanksgiving right as family was arriving to the house my mom had just mopped the floor everything was set food was in the oven we were ready to sit down everybody was dressed and family arrived and my sister went running through the kitchen and she slipped on the freshly mopped floor hit her head we ended up in the er with a concussion that night and so it was wow. this complete, like, Thanksgiving did not wow. go as planned. A um, family arrived, and food was still in the oven, and we had to go to the ER with my sister. And so we had to just put everything on pause, literally turned off the ovens, put all the food back into the into the fridge, and we found a Walmart that was open, and we went and bought frozen pizzas. And so everybody at home who wasn't at the ER mm-hmm. with my sister um we split some pizzas for Thanksgiving and just had to put dinner on hold. And so there was a flexibility that had to happen. I mean, that's not the way all holidays go at my house, but I've had a couple of those sort of holiday letdowns, you know? And so, um, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, the key is having some flexibility and knowing that things Mm -hmm. are just shifting, especially in light of COVID that um, Uh family members aren't going to be able to come around and that sort of thing. yeah, so I would say flexibility is a is a key thing. And then also, as I like have thought about some other holidays and things like that, um, Thanksgiving seems to be a big one for, for my family. It was actually the year last year that I um, found out that I got, I was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and so, that was a big one to swallow in the middle of holidays. Like it didn't just—I mean, cancer doesn't just shift your holidays, but it shifts your entire life. And mm. so, um, one thing that I was present and cognizant of, though, is that we were in the middle of um, holiday season, where you're thankful mm. and you're wow. excited of all that, like you're doing. And so, one thing that helped me then um, get past even the holiday season is carrying that thankfulness into the new year and carrying that thankfulness into the rest of the year. Um, that thankfulness isn't just meant um, to be preserved for the holidays and Thanksgiving mm-hmm. especially, but that it can be carried on throughout the entire year. And actually, um, I had a close friend of mine give me this little box of, like, like gratefulness. And so there were empty cards in it. And so what I would do um, when I just was in a slump or not feeling the greatest, or feeling those after-holiday blues, or feeling just whatever it was that I was feeling. Um, just sitting and writing things on a card of like what I was grateful for, even just the tiniest little things. The fact that um, I was reading a good book, the fact that I got to be with family that day, or the fact that I was feeling well enough to to eat a meal, or something like that. And so I think that's a big um, key for, for me with dealing with after-holiday letdowns. Um, mm-hmm was practicing thankfulness that that's not just meant for the holiday season, but into the new year as well.
1: Yeah, very much so. I agree. And, you know, they've done many studies saying that those that, you know, do practice thankfulness and have a grateful attitude tend to, you know, experience depression and sadness less. So like you said, that definitely is a mood booster, experiencing that thankfulness and that gratefulness. It does definitely boost your mood.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and especially yeah. being able to take time throughout the holiday season and then post-holiday season taking time to be moment and like moments of stillness and really reflect on on scripture and the word too and I was as I was thinking about my stories and stuff and like scripture that came to mind was the Philippians 4 6 like do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and also the the first Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 like rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances and so it's not yes. just a, a matter we're in holiday season so let's give thanks but we're beyond this and we mm-hmm. can give thanks there's so much to be thankful for amen
0: wow rebecca and you sharing that testimony is so impactful for me because my mother was just recently diagnosed with cancer as well And we had to do a new tradition. We had to establish a new tradition of decorating the Christmas tree because she couldn't. And I see everybody using their creative abilities, Mm -hmm. but with masks and distance from each other. But we were there, we were laughing. And there was a moment where what I decided to focus on determined everything because Mm -hmm. we were all distant. We were all wearing masks, but the tree looked beautiful. The house looked beautiful. And suddenly my parents got up and started dancing. My mom got up And in the midst of all this difficulty, they created one of the most beautiful memories that will forever remain in my heart. So what is it that I decided to focus on? My dad, who used to cut grass and make it the hay for the reindeer, you know, and show us as little kids that the reindeer ate from that grass. So suddenly my memory goes there. I was like, wow, there's... There's so much blessing in the midst of life and its uncertainties and moments that we need to acknowledge our pain, but also focus on the grace like you did, Rebecca. So these are incredible stories and I look forward to hearing more tips and concrete points of advice as far as how to handle the holiday letdown. So we're gonna take a quick pause and we'll be back in a few. Welcome back to Wellspring On The Air. And this is Mario Diarmis joining you today. If you're just joining our show, Our topic is holiday letdowns. And so far we've talked about the reality of the holidays and oftentimes the disappointments that come with it. And we've grappled with a number of topics as far as disappointment and the number of variables that COVID brings into the equation. If you've joined us late, you can find us on your favorite podcast channel on Wellspring On The Air or on our website blog page at wellspringmiami.org. Just search for this topic. So we continue on with Rebecca Barrios and with Alicia Foss on the topic of holiday letdowns. And we had covered much ground so far, ladies, and now it's more heading in the issue of resentments and disappointment and anger. And how do we tackle those particular issues?
1: Well, I think, you know, one thing, first of all, is when we have those feelings of resentment or anger or disappointment, the first thing is, is to... Allow yourself to say that I am feeling this way, and not to push those feelings away. Because the more we push those feelings away, the more um, those feelings are going to come back even stronger. So the first thing is is to not push it away. is is to say that I have resentment, to say that I have anger. And you know, if that resentment does come from feeling as though you did it all for the holidays, if you're the one that did all the shopping or if you felt like, you know, maybe those family gatherings didn't go the way that you had wanted or expected that to go, you know, if you start to feel that resentment, first of all, is to to be able to talk about it, you know, and to maybe go to a, go to a friend or maybe talk about it. And if you're feeling resentment or anger towards someone, going and talking to that person and, and working it out in a peaceful way. You know, I think a lot of times when we have those feelings of resentment, we, you know, get embarrassed or we think, oh, we shouldn't feel that way. Or when we have anger, we think, well, we shouldn't you know, feel that way. And so, you know, I definitely as a therapist want to say that, you know, we shouldn't push those feelings away, like I had said before, but definitely allow yourself to, to really kind of wonder where is this resentment coming from? Where is this anger coming from? You know, and especially during the holidays, a lot of times we'll feel that way just because things didn't go the way we wanted it to, or we're just exhausted from doing it all, or we're just exhausted from all the gatherings or exhausted from all the, you know, get togethers. And a lot of times we may just feel like, well, you know, we're the ones that was doing all the cooking. And so when you have those feelings, a lot of times I think one of the most helpful things is to go and talk to somebody about that, um, you know, and to also just also in within yourself kind of figure out where is that coming from
0: yeah and that actually goes beautifully into some practical tools to precisely confront that which mm-hmm. you and rebecca were discussing earlier
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah and i think you know one way oh i'm sorry rebecca no, you, um, you, that one way i was going to say you know to, to definitely practical ways is again you know is to talk to somebody. Um, another, you know, practical way is to also, as we had talked about earlier, um, you know, in this broadcast, was also to talk about having those expectations and knowing that maybe, you know, you do do too much, you know, and maybe just, you know, for the next holiday, realizing, you know, maybe I can't do as much. Um, you know, another thing is is definitely being willing to kind of let go of that perfection and saying that, you know, maybe it's, you know, the tree or the holidays aren't going to look. The way that maybe you want them to look because you do know that after the holidays, you start to feel some of that resentment or anger or tiredness and sometimes the tiredness can lead into that as well. Um, Absolutely. You know, just, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like as, as holidays don't go as planned, it's it's kind of good to then look back on them and see, okay, so what went wrong? What can we switch for the next year? What, where did my expectations need to shift or where can I have a conversation with somebody and work through some of the hurt Mm -hmm. of I took this all on for the holidays and this wasn't as expected. And, and so, yeah, having those that freedom to have the conversations and feel those feelings too um, for sure. But um, I think too, as Another part of after holiday letdowns when things do go well and like what Alicia had alluded to before, like this expanding of the rubber band and now coming back and that sort of thing is um, there's all been this hype and and now you're coming down from that because things have gone well. And so looking towards the new year as far as like maybe setting goals for yourself Mm -hmm. or starting an exercise routine or... Um, reaching out to friends and family that you didn't get to see um, (coughs) during the holiday season and setting time and gathering together in January Um, or trying to think of some others just like what I had I had a uh, thankfulness um, box like a little starting a little journal or a thankful um, box where you can just keep note of what you're thankful for throughout the new year I think are all really good um, like strategies or practical tools to um, use as you come back from these after holiday letdowns. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so, go ahead. I'm
0: uh,
1: sorry, Alicia. Oh, that's okay. I was going to say, you know, another thing I think you had mentioned, Rebecca, which is, you know, great what you had mentioned is, you know, sometimes when we have new hobbies or something, you know, kind of setting like a new hobby or a new goal, really our mind, you know, really is invigorated by that and excited by that. And so I think that's something that could really happen, um, really help you. But also um, something that I didn't mention that I meant to mention before is that, you know, one thing that we can do with resentment and anger, too, is also kind of looking back and think about what went did go well over the holidays. I think as you were saying, you know, maybe really looking and saying, OK, maybe it, this didn't go as well, but this did. And kind of going back to what you had said, Rebecca, you know, giving thanks and being thankful for the you know different experiences that you did have over the holidays and you know just giving thanks for that so your mind can be more focused on giving the thanks as well.
0: And honestly we can talk about this for another hour and a half because yeah. one topic begets to another one. And you know imagine the families that couldn't come because they were anxious about COVID and then you're disappointed because they couldn't come but they were reluctant to and again, using the tools available to, to grapple with it, with, to process, and you gave us a number of, of examples and practical points of advice to help us navigate that. So ladies, it was such a pleasure having you on and uh, really enjoyed the conversation.
2: Thank, thank you having you so much. Thank you. So thank it's you.
0: time to close out the show today. and wanna to thank uh, Rebecca Barrios and Alicia Foss for joining us today. We hope that we were able to provide enough insight and practical advice for the day to day. And if you join this program midstream, you can find this show on other and others on podcasts at wellspring on the air or on our blog at wellspringmiami.org. The title of today's show was holiday letdowns. Encourage us and let us know you are listening by sending comments or questions to on the air at wellspringmiami.org. So it's time to wrap up. And thank you once again for joining us uh, on this very powerful and meaningful pod- podcast. Uh, this is Mario Diarmis with Wellspring on the Air, because our hearts and minds matter.